your cocks out, everybody, because Shade Palace is talking about Daisy of Love. Later, Brett. We got one hot chick and a bunch of swinging dicks. And don't forget about Ricky Rackman. Let's do this shit. What's it, what's it going on? It's Shade Palace. I'm Zach. I'm Sid, and we're here talking Daisy of Love, episode four, Should I Stay or Should I Go? But before we get into the episode, I have some hot news items. Uh, first of all, I posted on our Instagram some screenshots from last week's episode where, remember, they went to the club and all those dudes <laughs> were macking on Daisy and it was very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Well, I posted it and say, just said, you know, watching this in the era of COVID is wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and out of the nine people who liked it, one of them was Taya Parker. That's exciting. So I, th- I think she follows us, which is pretty exciting. She might. I mean, I assumed... She liked some stuff when we were doing Rock of Love, but that's uh, a pleasant surprise that she she hung on, at least for the the Instagram. Yeah, that's all I ask of her, um, and that's all it takes. I, I I never had anything bad to say about her, really. Well, and, and <laughs> we love her now. That's all. And that now matters. we love her even more. Okay, the other news is there's another podcast called Queens of Reality TV. Uh, you can subscribe to them on all the iTunes and all that shit. Uh, but you can also follow them on Instagram. Uh-huh. And Queens of Reality TV uh, m- like commented on one of the posts about London and said he's an Uber driver in the city where they live. Yeah. And I wrote back, I wonder how many people recognize him. I know he looks a little different what? now. Should we say, do you know what city that is? I don't. Okay. Okay. Uh I want to say he lives in Chicago now, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, but I said, yeah, I wonder. I mean, he looks a little different, but maybe with the voice, people recognize him. And what they said was they've had friends get in his Uber, and he's the one who brings it up. Yeah. Like, he'll say, have you ever seen Daisy of Love? And then just start talking about it. Yeah. And that he also, his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend would go to the, um, one of the Queens of Reality TV's, like, same tattoo artist. And they said that he would talk about it there, too. Like... He'd be like, oh, you remember Daisy of Love? I was on that show. Yeah. Which it, it first I thought was really sad. Yeah. And I still kind of do. But I also thought it's the most Uber driver thing ever. Oh, yeah. I told you <laughs> like uh, about the Lyft driver. I've had a lot of Lyft and Uber drivers that will do some weird like sort of brag like yeah. that. But um, yeah, one of them who... Uh, told my buddy brandon and i that he's prince's cousin and he was a roadie for prince and you know toured every and this only came up because i told him i was from phoenix and he's like oh yeah we used to tour there like no big deal and then um he was like yeah uh i was like oh who were who'd you tour with and he's like well let's just say you know i'm not gonna say his name but he's a very uh larger than life character even though he's not so tall or whatever he's like even though he's small he's very larger than life and he died like last year or whatever he's, he's tiny he likes purple yeah he named everything basically and you're like it's prince or our yeah, dog frank yeah. like we just we not... both just said oh so it's prince and yeah. then he was like mm-hmm. and it's like why didn't you just say that like and then but then uh so he's telling us all these stories with that are bullshit right and then um at least london is is telling the truth and then yeah and then this guy right when he drops us off he goes oh and if you really want me to trip you out like uh i'm also the one who found his body we're like okay we so we get out of the the car and immediately my buddy brandon's like that's the biggest pile of shit i ever heard we like immediately googled it and it's just some this is a black dude yeah and it, it was some like white orderly or something yeah that, like found him so i'm like what a weird 
lie. But yeah, it's some that is some Uber driver <laughs> shit. But uh, in his defense, it is kind of a big deal. Like there's things that I've done in my life that come up, you know, often in conversation. And I, if I was on a show like this, I don't know that I'd bring it up all the time, but it I would come up I, naturally. If I it think. came up naturally, I would mention it. So like, how okay. would it come up naturally? Well, though, okay. Like, like, yeah. So if I had been done something of note and then I was driving Uber, I might be a little embarrassed. Um, and for instance, the um, when I worked uh, for three days as a production assistant on a reality show when it taped out here, uh-huh. the host was an Uber driver on his off days. And I don't know if he then like because this is the truth of Hollywood is no one makes any fucking money unless they make a ton of money. Right. So people you see on your TV are driving Ubers. But I wonder if he was would tell people, oh, yeah, I host a, a TV show. I mean, I'm sure he maybe told people he's a comedian, mm-hmm. but to say I, I'm on I'm on Food Network, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I think if you're vague about it, people would then inquire more and be like, "Oh, well, I watch a lot of TV. What were you on?" You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's and because like, and I'll bring up that experience. Like, it comes up naturally in conversation. I play Food Network a lot on the TV at my bar, and. Yeah. People will say, how does, how does that guy, that host, eat all those things and whatever? And I'll say, oh, I worked for a couple of days on ginormous food. And I know that in his contract, the host required that um, the network pay for his total gut health from Onnit supplements. Because it is expensive. Yeah. It, expensive for a poor person, like for a comedian or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, it's Who is this guy? His name is Josh Denny. He's the comedian who had a food podcast and then... This outside agency wanted to produce like a uh, pilot for a, a show uh, about ginormous foods, like restaurants that have yeah, giant yeah. things on the menu. And they hired him and then Food Network picked up the show and it's done a couple seasons. And a friend of mine hooked me up with this gig while they were in town and it was great. Like I wish I lived in you know Atlanta or whatever so I could do this more often because yeah. I, I love working on set. But um. But yeah, so he said because he had to eat all these fucking things, these horrible giant dishes. And so he would say, oh, yeah, it's in my contract. They have yeah. to buy me on it. Total gut health. So like if if somebody says, I don't know how that guy eats all that food, I'll be like, it wears on them. I got the inside scoop. Yeah. But I don't just like walk up to strangers and be like, sure. do you know that I I worked on a TV show once? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, I, What I want to know is if people don't know what Daisy of Love is if if he then has to then it is sad because he has yeah. to explain everything. He's gotta go, well, okay, so you know who Brett Michaels is? They're like, no. Okay, he was in poison. All right, he had a rock. <laughs> no, assuming people know what Rock of Love is, he'd have to be like, okay, so Daisy was on that. She didn't win, but she was a star and then she got her own show and then I was on that. And then they would go, Oh, well, how did that work out? You know, it, it, it's... Yeah, how does it come up? I feel like the, the most organic way, if someone's, like, joking about dating shows or The Bachelor, and you say, oh, yeah, I did one of those Well, once. or just ask, and, and like, then, w- ask about your life. It would come up. Well, I yeah. I think it would be, like, if, if you just... Someone's like, oh, my God, The Bachelor. And you're like, oh, yeah, I was on one of those shows you, once. You and then they go, what show? You don't just say hi. Do you yeah. know Daisy of Love? Yeah, anyway. people are fucking nosy though. You you know you've heard me complain about this anytime I have like um, repairmen or something here. I'm like, dude, fucking nosy people. <laughs> like they want to know everything about you. Um, I'll tell you this: I don't want to know anything about anyone, but I ask people tons of questions because that's what makes them think that you care about them yeah. or it makes them feel special and then they give you lots of money. So as a bartender, I'm always up in everybody's crack. Not because I want to because I don't give a fuck, but I want them to tip me. There you go. go All right, so cares. we're finally, we're going to get to this episode. Yeah, should I stay or should I go? Okay. Episode foe. So we have six-gauge spike in his hair. He's wearing a wife beater that says Sausage American on the back of it, I think. So they're down... From 12 to 9 this episode. Yeah. And if you remember from the last episode, Daisy was all sad because a couple guys just like walked off. Yeah, they eliminated themselves. 
Uh, 12 packs making fun of London saying, why are you doing your hair? Like it literally looks the same as when you rolled out of bed <laughs> and you're just like flat ironing and all this yeah. shit. Uh, London says he's feeling something between him and Daisy. Yeah. <sighs> Chi Chi's doing his little workout. Dude, that guy, I, I think it's cool that he's working out. I feel like he could probably just eat whatever though, right? Doesn't I mean, he have a body type that's just like no? Because he would be the type because he's a he's a bean string bean. Yeah, he would just have a little belly and no muscle, so he's really toned. He looks like one of them Pilates bitches. Oh yeah, buck twenty five, all grizzled with him. muscle. Yeah. Okay, they walk into the living room. There's a bunch of music equipment and a bunch of these guys got boners because like, oh my god, I totally miss guitar music. I'm in a band. Um, um which sinister really is he really is yeah um uh so daisy's giving them some sort of challenge to separate the guys who can rock from the guys who are just talk yeah <laughs> yep uh, um cage is, cage is like yeah i don't i mean that is a difficult thing for if you don't know how to play an instrument you're fucked yeah, it's different for me because I'm a girl and I've been in several bands despite being not good because <laughs> I look good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, but these guys, they actually might have to play instruments well. Um, and so they're going to basically put their own spin on nursery rhymes, probably because they couldn't get the music rights to anything else. They're like some of Daisy's favorite childhood songs, like Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Yeah. And yeah. Twinkle, Twinkle, so Little Star. So that does make it easier. Mm. Um, uh, knitting Factory. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, so they, they have two hours to practice, and then they're going to perform live at the Knitting Factory. London says he's played at the one in New York. Um Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Yeah, I know a dude that is like a manager or something there. Oh, really? Yeah. Obviously, I don't know him that well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he does it. He's a big deal, I promise. Um, yeah, and what Sinister says, he's like, yeah, there's a difference between these guys' bands and, you know, actually getting paid for what you do. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, well, what the fuck does Sinister do? And then we looked up and he was in, what band was it? I don't know, but a bunch of bands that are, like, real bands. Whether or not I knew who they were beforehand, they seem to have a substantial following. Um, yeah. They like, seemed like a band that would tour with, like, Marilyn Manson or something. Like, Static X. Like Yeah, they had actual, like, Spotify followers on, like, Ambusi from last season of Rock. Yeah, we had like six listens <laughs> or something. But he was in a band with Constantine from American Idol. You'd think, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and Big Rig is wearing a wife beater, and this is where we see that he has the highest scapulas. Like, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but his sh he holds his shoulders really high, which a lot of buff guys do where they work out their traps too much. But if you look at his scapulas, it's a really condensed... They're just really, they're high and tight. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't notice, uh, hone in on like that the way you did. But, but then when I pointed it out, I think you were like, oh, yeah, he does have yeah. that. All right, so we got Fox, 12-pack, and Sinister together. That's probably going to be good. Fox doesn't have any skills, but Sinister does, and I think we find 12 out. 12-pack can drum. Yeah, 12-pack yeah. is also in a band, but he just doesn't go around saying it. Um, fucking Chi Chi looks like a salamander because he wears his shirts really tight and long and then his shorts really low. Yeah. So it's like his whole body is just this torso. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's Chi Chi with the acoustic guitar. It's him, London, and Cage. So Cage is going to be worthless on this. Um, Chi Chi can play, London can play. But I also feel like Chi-Chi probably has more skill than London. Because Chi-Chi doesn't talk about it, and usually the people who don't talk about it are the ones with the actual skill. Right. I mean, probably not a lot with either of them, but at least like Chi-Chi's also best friends with Sinister, so yeah. I think Chi-Chi might. might even have played in bands. Yeah. Um, London has that 
London's a pretty boy front man who he he, he just probably gets, knows a few chords. Yeah. yeah, he just gets through life being kind of mysterious and good looking. Um, and he's got a good st- sense of style. Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, if I were in my early twenties, I would have hit it so fucking hard. Yeah, I'm in my mid thirties, and I'm just like, ugh. Um, let's. But see. now he is too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Ubering all around the town. <laughs> um, uh, one of our friends, Ben James, commented. I posted a thing on Instagram saying uh, it was like screenshots of Flex making fun of the dudes for wearing makeup and uh, saying they're wearing eyelashes and mascara. It's like a bunch of chicks. I don't yeah. know if they're mad at my at their dad. Right. And uh, Ben commented, "It's ten forty three a.m. I feel." What did he say? Don't come at me like that. <laughs> and I just said, Flex can come in. I mean, come at me anytime. Babe. <laughs> oh, my baby. Um, so did Chi-Chi also, did we go over like how I think he was like, yeah, so Sinister's going to win this one, obviously. Yeah, he's such a beta, which someone had commented yeah. on a post about him. Like, he's just so aggressively beta. Someone said he was a lesbian. <laughs> And I don't disagree. Um, okay. Yeah, Flex, Big Rig, and Six Gauge are fucked. So they're like, we're just going to have to make this a goof. Like, do ourselves up crazy, smash the instruments. <laughs> I think that's the way to do it. Remember yeah. on Rock of Love when they had the challenge and it was like Jess and Brandy M, and they yeah. just looked cute and they airplayed guitar. And yeah, it, and they had fun with they it. They had fun with it. Which, uh, if you're having fun with it, you, you're confident because you don't care. You're like, oh, really? You didn't like it? Well, we didn't either. Well, <laughs> and I think that's the most important thing is when you're on stage, you're selling something. And the, like rule number one in sales, you have to believe in your product. So yeah. if you are uncomfortable or don't believe in what you're doing on stage, no one else is going to. It's just uncomfortable to watch yeah. somebody. Ooh. Um, So we got the rack man welcoming welcoming the boys to the knitting factory. Uh, and as I watch these episodes for the fourth time, <laughs> I I've come to believe that Ricky might be the best dude on this show. Like if I were Daisy, I would have just been like, all right, everyone can go home taking Ricky. And it's not just because he's the oldest, but it's mostly because he's the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like um, he probably wouldn't want too much to do with Daisy. I don't know if he was sober at this point or not, which I think would have been a determining factor because he's sober now. Oh, okay. And he said that he had a girlfriend when filming this. And that at one point, the producers came to him and said, you know, like, Daisy, I think really actually likes you, but, you know, you have a girlfriend. And, and he's like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. Um, and uh, he dodged a big bullet there because she's yeah. a mess. Yeah, he he wouldn't have anyway. I don't no. think. Well, like I, he a, was a one night stand. I, yeah, he, just, that's, yeah. That, he was a dog in his day, which is what he says. I believe it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, who is going first? Flex and Six Gauge and Big Rig and Big Rig. So we got is that Big Rig on the drums? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. So Six Gauge isn't a band. Oh, is he? I think so. I just. The, um. But they, yeah, they they did up their makeup. They drew weird tattoos on themselves. And I, so we we can't hear them, you know. Oh like, yeah, uh, we have the sound off to watch this. But oh, Big Rig comes out and he's wearing nothing but uh, he's using the guitar to to block his wiener, and I love it. Yeah. Um, and he's just kind of screaming. screaming. Yeah. And everyone's laughing and having a good time with it, at, l- at least. Big Rig says, we were balls to the wall, literally. <laughs> and he, oh, he does a scream where he, like, bends back while screaming, like, arches his back so they can see his junk, like, out the bottom of the guitar. <laughs> spin my wheels just like a car. <laughs> uh, uh, so goes, I don't know if he was playing the guitar or his balls were. Yeah. 
Oh my god, this is fantastic! I would have, I would have picked this group. And then Six Gauge comes out in a thong and starts shaking his shit. Yeah, it's the type. It's the stripper type with the yeah. banana hammock where you the dick, you know, bouncing around. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> what? Jaycee's biting her lip, and Six Gauge has a nice body, which I wasn't expecting, because he kind of looks like a guy who just drinks beer and doesn't care, but he looks nice. So that was one done. And who's this other judge there? It's the girl who, it's Daisy's best friend. And I think they say like her dad played guitar for Eric Clapton or something. Okay. <laughs> her, her dad it's was like 38 special. Yeah. yeah it's her, not fucking. No, her crap. dad was Peter Frampton's body double in a music video. Like, so yeah, she's rock I royalty. I remember watching it at the time and being like, okay, so how does that make her a fucking authority? Like, she grew on, up in rock. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now we got um, London and uh, Chi Chi and whoever else is with them. Uh, yeah, who was it? London, Chi-Chi, and Cage? Yes. Yeah. And this was really bad. I tried to sample it for our theme song, and it, like, blew out. I, like, plugged it into the mixing board, and it blew – it, like, I couldn't get the sound to work on it. Um, and and Daisy's the only one rocking out because she loves London. Everyone else is, like, cringing, and so – they have like this little production effect where they have these like stars yeah. around the framing uh, London's face to try to make it look more dreamy. But uh, Ricky's you know. face is amazing. They should have row, row, rowed their ass out of here. So big red said. Yeah, because uh, their song was row, row, row your boat, but they just went Daisy, Daisy, you're driving me crazy. Yeah, and then London tries to like jump up on the drums, but he like falls back, and he says he's not allowed to play guitar in his band. I don't think he should be allowed to do anything in his band except for be on the album cover. So now we got Sinister, um, 12 Pack, and, and uh, uh, Fox doing uh, Old McDonald. And I love 12 Pack's outfit. He's wearing aviators. He has a leopard <laughs> bandana around his yeah. neck with like a black button up, but it's open. It's it's a good look. I like it. Um, um, and I think they're doing really well because it because Twelve Pack can actually drum and Sinister well, can play guitar. And even Rackman was shaking his head or you know bobbing his head and tapping his yeah. toes. So and he's the first guy to be like, Ugh, you know. Yeah, and so they say, and Fox like, has good hair. Yeah, yeah. So that looked like that. That was fun. I mean, judging just by the reactions and what I remember. London's band sucked. was the worst. They yeah. were they were hands on the worst. It's so just... we'll see who Daisy picks. If she picks London's band, so she's like, "I love that you guys took your time to wear makeup and really do something unique to Six Gauges band." Or sorry, yeah, yeah, and like trying like, oh, I, I like that you got naked and um and. She says they look, but they look ridiculous. It looks like they played in their mom's makeup kit. Rude. That's what Brett Michaels looked like in the 80s, and you try to slob his knob. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> what are you going to do? Daisy's just, she makes the worst decisions. Um, And so the friend uh, says Sinister's band is like the only one who followed the prompt correctly. Um, <laughs> Ricky says, I think they all suck, but considering they're the only band that can carry a tune. Yeah. And she, she picked London's band anyways. And Flex just goes, I hate London. <laughs> <laughs> and Ricky's just looking at Daisy like, you're an idiot. And the worst part about picking London's band is that she's going on a date with Chi Chi and, um, cage so it's like yeah you get to go on a date with london who you want to fuck but then you have like two of the lower tier ones you know what i mean yeah she must really want to spend time with london to be able to i don't know yeah and sinister's pissed off too he's like yeah maybe i should have jumped around like an idiot and all that because that's what london was doing jumping yeah. off the drum set 
And Chi-Chi's just stoked to be there. He's like, hell yeah, I'm going on a date with Daisy. It's I like, dude, you Daisy are so a much. roadblock or yeah. a cock block, you know, for Daisy, pretty much. Yeah, basically you're showing her what she doesn't want in a man. Like you're going to you just go out of your way to be super nice to her and it's it's like beyond friend zone. Yeah. Whatever that. You get put in the creep zone cuz you're being too nice to somebody who's obviously not interested in you. Yeah. Um yeah, I disagree. But okay, so the winners get on this tour bus with Daisy. And this is the episode where London says that the producers told Daisy she needed to be a little mean to him because she was showing her preference too obviously. I mean, she is. They yeah. they were the worst by far. Yeah. But um, it's like a quick fix for that would have been to have her actually pick another band. You know what I mean? Yeah, they should have just said you have to pick. Like, they shouldn't have let the decision be in her hand. Obviously, they would have shown it, like, oh, she picks this other band, but they, sh you know, right. behind the scenes, they should have been just, just no. Be like, Daisy, no. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot. And yeah, you're showing your hand. Uh, So, so London's talking about he got a weird vibe from her. She's sitting next to Cage. He's got his arm around her. Um, and because she asks him who he lives with, and he says, I hate to say this, but I guess I'm kind of homeless. Like, I've got a, you're homeless? Well, I'm not homeless, homeless. I'm couch surfing at the moment. It happened like a few days before I came here. I'm just, I'm not really homeless. I'm just like, you know, I moved out. I was kind of kicked out of my house before I left. Um uh, <laughs> My father, basically, he called the cops and pretended like I attacked him. Um, yeah. It just, like, keeps getting worse. I was thinking about this the other day, and it kind of reminded me of um, when Sweet D on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia gets, like, a couple cats, and then they're like, oh, are you, like, the sad cat lady now? And she goes, no, I just, you know, I figured I'm... I don't really go out that much and I'm just by myself. I figure, you know, I might as well get a cat because I don't really have any friends. They're like, this is getting sadder. The more you're yeah. speaking. Yeah, the, the more, more you try to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Daisy kind of like brushes him off and he's like, well, do you want to hear about me or not? Like, and he's bothered by it. Because he is the type of guy that needs everyone to be like, oh, you poor thing. Yeah. Your dad kicked you out at the age of 24. Yeah. And then he's got, and then he's like, I mean, I got thick skin, so it, I'm not going to let it get to me. Meanwhile, like he is pretty sensitive. He's really <laughs> sensitive. And it really it play, preys upon Daisy's codependent tendencies, because as we've seen, she financially supported her ex-boyfriend for years. Yeah, it's just so if they got if they just come waving their flags, like that's the only thing she liked about Cage too, which for any normal girl would be like, oh, this guy's got a lot of issues. Cause didn't he just like He's, I don't even remember all Yeah, his he just issues. laid out his whole drama. All sounded like a fucking horror movie. But yeah, um it sounded it, like your history. Yeah, but I don't go waving it around. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um but, uh, yeah, I could understand with London, I would be sensitive about that, too, if that was my situation. Nobody wants to be like, look, I'm not a bum. I'm just homeless. But why would he say like, why would he say it like that? Like, this is OK. You're trying to impress this chick. And Don't say the words homeless. Yeah. And it's going to be on TV. Just say, oh, I stay with some friends in New York. Like and and honestly, if you fucking live on someone's couch in New York, it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy because it's fucking expensive. So yeah. like, insisting I'm homeless, my dad called the cops, my dad kicked me out. Like yeah. it makes you. What are you fifteen? You yeah. fucking want everyone to feel bad for you because you your I, dad kicked you out. He's like he's in his mid twenties. I don't know that he was going for that. I think he was just trying to explain himself. And then she was, and that the, the more he was explaining himself, the worse it sounded. Yeah. I think. Yeah, if he would have said, I'd stay I, with some friends. I just left my current place like right before I came here. So I'm going to have to figure that out when I get back. I, yeah, I wouldn't have even said that. He, right. I, he's, 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 get, he's showing too much of his hand. Yeah. There's no need to over explain. He's one of those people that wants everyone to understand him. Um, and instead of just being like, yeah, I stay with some friends. Whatever. 
for now. Yeah. Nobody needs to know your whole situation. I like lived in my mom's garage for five months while I was like transitioning. I didn't lead with, I live in my mom's garage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh, I live in Mesa. <laughs> There you go. I mean, that's embarrassing enough. Yeah, and that was really <laughs> honestly embarrassing enough. Um, okay, so they go to do like a guitar shop, and each of these uh, dingleberries gets an Epiphone, which is great because London had to pawn his guitar uh, to pay bills. So he is a musician who hasn't had a guitar in a while. So I, he's just the little match girl is all is the thing about him. Yeah. Oh, gee, mister, an Epiphone? Like, yeah, yeah. So, so he's trying to be, you know, tell her how appreciative he is. But I hate when he does his little, like, you can tell he's trying to be smooth with this. Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm not trying to be super emotional, but like, I'm homeless. So, this, you know, means a lot to me. It's like, dude, that's not the time. You can maybe just cut the fucking super smooth like bravado and just be like yo this is super cool gift because i actually just got rid of my last one yeah it doesn't matter because she's fucking head over heels yeah it doesn't matter and he smiles at her because he knows he's pretty and he gets what he wants and so they're sitting on the piano bench london's playing piano for daisy and he says like i'm good at a lot of things um not you know having a place to live but other than that he's good at a lot of things and chi chi comes up wearing a pinstripe fedora with a skull printed on it and he starts adorable he it's fedorable and he uh starts macking on daisy while she's sitting next to london and i bet london doesn't like it yeah he he does he just says wow and he uh spikes the camera is what they call it in the biz yeah um he does an old gym from the office yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he's kind of getting a little testy. He's like, why do I have to compete Well, it's against like, dude, these how guys? the fuck do you think that every other guy in the house feels when you've like bogarted her yeah. the whole time? Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't even be on this fucking date. Yeah. And so Jake. That's Flex's guitar. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and so. Chi Chi is talking to Daisy and Daisy says in her ITM, basically, I can tell when I'm with one and not the other, like that it's their besties and it bothers them. And she doesn't want to come between their friendship. They're probably tighter than the uh, fucking triplets. Chi Chi and Sinister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like she should have got rid of all five of them. Yeah. No, I hear they're really cool. Right. Didn't you? hear from rackman that he said they were super the cool. triplets yeah no, uh oh chi chi and sinister yeah. yeah he said they were cool and apparently daisy was friends with the triplets in real life so that was kind of stunt casting like they weren't meant to stay past the first episode right. um let's see uh okay she wants to go talk to cage because she hasn't spent a lot of time with him yeah don't do it alone yeah Oh, you show me that picture of him and Frenchie. Oh yeah, there's dancing. a picture of so fucking gross. Him man. and uh, Angelique from Rock of Love season two. Dude, he did look like a fucking rapist. I mean, they both are disgusting. So I was yeah happy for them. That they, <laughs> you know, probably fucked that one time. Yeah. Um. Even Frenchie, I think, would would not fuck him. She would fuck anyone. Yeah, she certainly put out that vibe. Yeah. Um, so Chi Chi and Sinister are left behind talking and, uh, okay. This is, this is when Daisy gets to know Cage. So she's like, tell me about you. He's like, my life has been intense. He goes, I was like nine months old and I was crying. And so he threw me against the wall. That's just bullshit. And my mom left him. Hey, at least your mom left an abuser. Cause not, not a lot yeah. of women do that. They just let it keep happening. And, um, uh, so he says, um, what she was going his mom was an alcoholic uh there was a car accident she went through the wheel windshield car flipped over um and then he lived on the street and uh he was in and out of trash, trash cans can. oh like your sister's friend yeah yeah um and i pretty much fought for money for a while and then somebody discovered me and i started you know fighting professionally nope uh now i'm here where i'm at now 
Um, and Daisy's like crying because her background is not great either. She's been on her own since she was like 15 or 16. So um, she hugs him. And goes, You're an amazing person. I can fix you. I can heal you. I can make you feel. Obviously, like Cage has a lot of problems because just telling his history, he's like crying, which is weird. Yeah. Um, because I just feel like if you still have an emotional response to something like that, you haven't dealt with the trauma. Yeah, it's just so exaggerated, though, too. Like, how much I believe the stuff about his mom, which is, yeah. you know, horrible, obviously. But if your dad threw you against the wall when you're nine months old, you would be dead. I don't know. I once, when I was a baby, I jumped out of a shopping cart and I fell right on the top of my head. And my mom knows that's where I hit my head because I had a barrette on the top of my head and the barrette broke. <laughs> and I turned out just fine. But then a couple months ago, when Miley Cyrus was on Rogan and she was talking about having a head injury as a baby, and that's kind of how shaped how she's like intense and impulsive and whatever. And my mom set, sent me the article and said, it reminds me of you. What did she say? Both inspiring artistic women with head injuries. <laughs> Same. One in the same, me and um, Miley. I don't know. Something about it. It just seemed like, okay, you don't go. I was <laughs> I was living on the streets. Okay, that was enough. I lived but in he, trash I cans. lived in trash. Dude, even homeless people don't. Well, okay. So, so my sister's having another run-in with another homeless person because she threw. She, she's a dog walker in New York, and so she has to throw poop in the trash can and there's this one trash can there's a homeless dude who lives in there and so she's had all these run-ins with him and he put like a bag outside of his dumpster and um so she throws it in there now but he still yells at her but it started out with her throwing dog shit in a dumpster like you would think you should do right. and a guy popping his head out and saying hey this is my home she goes Oh, how the fuck did I supposed to know that? Maybe don't live in a fucking dumpster. <laughs> like she got actually the first time she was nice to him, and then it happened like again. And um, because the first time she didn't know that he was living in there. Yeah. She or she thought maybe she accidentally threw the poop behind the dumpster. Yeah. And so yeah, once she finally found out that it was like where he lived, she was like, Yeah, maybe don't live in a fucking dumpster. But uh, yeah. I mean, to live in a trash can, there's... People I, are going to put shit in it because it's a fucking trash can. But just to get back to Cage, I, I don't He's know. He's Oscar I, the Grouch. He pops yeah, his head out Yeah, I'm like, fight. nobody fucking... That's a dumpster, like a big dumpster. Maybe when he said living out of trash cans, he meant he was like dumpster diving for food. <sighs> I don't know. Everything just... Uh, it just rubbed me the wrong way and sounded like bullshit. Well, Maybe he's yeah. telling the truth if he's telling or the truth. Or it's that's it's become horrible, this. But. He's one of those people who, um, what it what do they call it? Where they almost like fixate on the negative. You know what yes. I mean? And so he's had some bad things in his life which he clearly hasn't dealt with, and it's he's made those negative things that have happened to him his identity. Yeah, and, and he just wants this, to milk it out of well, everyone. He becomes this mournful person. And it's like, dude, you have to fucking deal with your trauma and move forward as a human being because your trauma shouldn't define Hopefully you. Hopefully he has by now. I would uh, hope but so. But those fucking monster, it looks like monster energy drink uh, tattoos on his eyes. Yeah. Those mm. last forever. Um, so right. who the fuck knows? Anyway, London's playing sulking. piano. Yeah. Yeah, you got, just got the gloomy brothers here. Other than Chi-Chi. Yeah, I think what this show um, displays is the fragility of the male ego because these men are kind of like bigger woe-is-me bitches than any of the chicks on Rock of Love ever were. Well, you forget about Mindy. Mindy, I can't do it. I can't sing. There was a lot. <laughs> I miss Mindy Sydney. <laughs> I sucked his cock. It was really neat. <laughs> Hey, Mindy. Yeah. And and so now London's giving Daisy the business. He's like, everybody saw that you were giving me an attitude. And he's just drinking. And Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he's drunk and he's like, this is the wrong situation for me, blah, blah, blah. She's and Daisy's like, where is this coming from? Yeah, which apparently what London was mad at is that like production told her to be mean to him. And so she was. And that's when he realized, oh, this is all fake. Like he went from thinking, oh, maybe there's something between me and this girl to going, oh, is this all a show? Um, and the truth is it's both, you know? I, yeah, but I didn't. If she was instructed to be mean to him, I didn't see it. I saw her giving some of the other guys more attention because they're all on a date. They yeah, all well, and production probably told her, hey, go talk to Cage privately. I guess at a certain point she was cold. He offered her her jacket, and she's like, no, it smells like cigarettes. And he's like, yeah, Daisy smokes. But, like, production right. told her to be mean to me, so, like, she's just being this way. Right. And he's like, oh, shit, this is fake. Well, yeah, it's fake. Yeah. How the fuck do you not know that? Yeah, but I get. I think it's weird because like they actually maybe had feelings for each other, which was unexpected. But like you still have to go through the motions of the dating show, right? And then maybe date afterwards. But you can't just be like, "Oh my god, we actually have a spark." Cancel the show. We're dating now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird situation, but he's not handling it well. No. He's screaming at camera people and get the camera out of my face and. And you got Cage trying to calm you down. Uh, yeah, and Sinister's like, I'm thinking great. Because <laughs> they're all worried about London. Yeah, he's the biggest competition. Get him out of there. Let him eliminate himself. Look at me. I'm a fucking puppet. Woo! woo. So he's dancing around. Yeah. And this is when he's like, you know what? I'm a real fucking person. My name is Josh. I'm Joshua fucking Lee. Which it turns out that was like his MySpace name was joshua fucking lee like that's what he went by <laughs> it wasn't just him in the heat of passion you know i respect uh flex still has makeup on his neck <laughs> I, love I love it yeah uh, so uh, <laughs> can we go back to what flex yeah. said uh hold on hold on okay 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 so that's good yeah, Sinister's really ready for this guy to go home. He goes, you want to pack your bags, get all emotional? Go home. I ain't going to fucking be like, fuck, this guy's a dick. That's not me, man. Fuck that. Um, he goes, L London's talking, and he's flipping out. This is all flex. Like, you can't say that to me. You can't embarrass me now. You're not going to embarrass me. I'm like, London, bro, settle down. You're not all that great. <laughs> <laughs> and Lion goes, uh, my name's Joshua Lee. I'm a real fucking person, man. And then Flex goes, my name is TJ Markowitz. I'm a real person. <laughs> he's yeah, just kind are. of making fun of him. Uh, it's just fucking hilarious, dude. What, what was Flex referring to, though, when he was saying, you're not going to embarrass me? That was what London was saying. He was quoting London. Oh, okay. Because, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, London yeah, yeah, feels yeah. like he's being made into a puppet. and Yeah, yeah, got, feels, got it. Got yeah, it. that was his whole bag, which okay. he hasn't let go of. I was like, no, dude, if, if London talked shit to Flex, he would have no, no, no. Okay, no. I was just trying to yeah. make sure. Also, yeah, I was going to say before, um, I do res respect... Like being on, if you're, if I was on a reality show, I'd probably have a meltdown similar to this, but I would never be on one in the first place. But yeah. if I was, I would probably be like, yeah, this is all fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, so well, I respect in a way just being like getting sick of the, like how they do it, how they conduct well, it. Well, yeah. I think the thing is you have, it takes a very specific person to make it good, does. to be good on reality TV because you have to have zero ego because you literally are a puppet of the producers. And I think it's scarier than, okay, if you're an actor, you're playing a part on a show. People know it's not you. It's your character. Yeah. But when you are on a reality show, you're being puppeteered to be a certain version of yourself that people are going to assume is you. So right. it is more, I, I can understand being a little sensitive about it, being sure. like, I'm this person, you've decided, because like literally, like um, I read an AMA recently by uh, a story producer who had worked on like Jersey Shore and Rock of Love and stuff. And they were saying the producers of Jersey Shore wanted Jenny to be the bad girl, Sammy to be the sweetheart. Uh -huh. And in reality, Sammy was a total fucking nightmare, crazy bitch who started fights at clubs and stuff. And so they had to engineer situations to make 
Jenny like puff up and like right. show Jenny being bad and really edit around Sammy's misbehavior because they had decided this is what we're showing. And so, yeah, I can imagine being like, I don't want people to think I'm this person, this homeless like, idiot. From what I've heard from people on 90 Day Fiance and all the reality yeah. shows is it, it in order to get a good edit, you just kind of have to take it not super serious. Mm-hmm. Don't be like um, a diva about it and just kind of have fun with it and you will probably come off good so that's yeah, that's also, the reason why people like Polly d who mm-hmm. has a very cool i mean that guy's like the fucking fonz you yeah. know <laughs> like he has like a cool a demeanor or like 12 pack on this show who is just kind of like whatever he doesn't take it serious flex doesn't take it well, serious yeah. so they come off you have more to, carefree and, and yeah that's i mean that's real life you have to learn to be like laugh at yourself and realize yeah. you're not gonna look cool all the time and people who are super like trying to control that it's annoying yeah. it's like just dude learn to laugh at yourself all right and stop living in trash cans <laughs> um so london goes to daisy and is like i want to go home and she's like i don't want you to go home i want you in my pussy and he's like, uh, you know, I talked about not having a place to go back to at the end of this. And yeah, that's the thing. This all came from his insecurity after he said that he was homeless. This had nothing to do with her. Yeah. And now yeah, they're she, both like super in each other's face, like crying. But, yeah. 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 Having this fucking dysfunctional bonding. Just makes the sex so much better, you know what I mean? When you have like an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> um, so good for these kids, you know what I mean? Daisy's like, I like you a lot. And then they make out, it's all intense. I mean, yeah, you can never have better sex than with someone who's not very nice to but you. She's just like, when I kiss you, it's fucking amazing. I, I mean, and I've kissed pretty much all <laughs> the guys in the house, and your kiss is definitely the best. That's just what everyone, every guy wants to hear. Please don't leave. He goes, okay. Baby, I've sucked every everyone. dick in Glendale, and yours is the best. It's from all the cheese that I eat. Is that the taste? Oh, you weren't talking about the taste. Okay. <laughs> if you guys could see my face, <laughs> you'd see my fucking face. I say these things just to aggravate right. her. Uh, so it's the next morning. Everyone's hungover. Flex says he feels like he got run over with a truck. Um, yeah. So. Oh, and now Sinister has uh, 12-packs bandana on his head. I like the way these boys share outfits. It's yeah. fun. Um, okay, where are they going? They're gonna go. Some of them are gonna go with Ricky today. I don't remember this. Oh, oh, okay. The Flex Big Rig Six Pack Band are gonna go get a rock and roll makeover because they did their makeup funny. Right. So now they're gonna get a real rock and roll makeover. Yeah. And then, so they're going with Ricky, I guess. Uh, or they might be going with her. I don't I know. Can't remember. We'll see. find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, Ricky's taking them to Floyd's 99 to get a real rock and roll makeover. And then the rest are going to play Truth, Truth or, or Dare. Dare. Oh, this will be cute. I'd be like, Daisy, I dare you to suck my cock. <laughs> Triple dog dare you. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm not a guy. I would have been me too so fucking hard. Yeah. Um... They're all just kind of nervous about where this is going to go. Fox says to Chi-Chi, truth or dare? Chi-Chi says truth. And Fox says, who do you think is going to win between you and Sinister? And Chi-Chi says, I think Sinister would win over me. God, he's such a bitch. And he's like, you know, Sinister's just the best musician, and he's just the best, and his dick's so big. And it's, I don't know. He's just going on. Yeah, and on. he doesn't know how to puff his chest up. He, I would have been like, you know, I think she should choose me. I got a really big dick. It's like not weird or crooked in any way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I don't know about sinisters. I'm just saying, like, I have a pretty nice dick. 
Yeah, and then Sinister knows Chi Chi better than us, obviously, and is um like, yeah, I see it for what it is, is he's trying to play to her sympathy. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's what we That's worked. a bad move to play with a chick. Like he, you should pick me because woe is me. Uh, yeah, I, I have no st- self-esteem or confidence yeah no one wants that i always say i don't have a problem with a little dick i have a problem with little dick energy if that makes sense because i dated a guy who did have a micro penis and i was not super bothered by it because i just was it was useless so he went down on me all the time but anyways but he had little dick energy and just everything was like and i'm like you own a house you own a business you're doing what you want for a living like Where's the fucking problem, bro? Yeah. Just everything. Like, it's, yeah, little dick energy is what Chi Chi has. And I it, I don't even like being in the same room as it. Because I don't even have a dick and I have big dick energy. Right. Six Cage oh is wearing God. a shirt that just says police. How do I not remember this? I forgot it too. But they show up at this like punk rock <laughs> barber shop. And we got some characters. Yeah, they look great. Who I think honestly would have been better... Uh, than some of the guys on the show. Yeah, the one guy who has the Green. turquoise mohawk with yeah, leopard yeah, yeah. on the side. He looks it's great. funny. It's at Floyd's Barbershop, which is like a cha- that's like a great yeah. clips almost. I guess the one in L.A. is like it's that. Like punk rock, yeah. Um. Okay, so we got 12-pack arm wrestling cage. 12-pack's going to win. Look I mean, at him. Yeah. Fucking look at him. I and mean, the winner so gets quick. to kiss Daisy. Yeah, you got to have. Like sinister and Chi-Chi, that'd be better. Twelve Pack's ass in that in those jeans looks like he does gay porn. Like <laughs> he has a booty that is wasted on a straight man. Yeah. And then what did London say? He was like, "Yeah, I do get jealous when it's Twelve Pack because I think he's like, yeah, a genuine threat." Um. Okay. And so Daisy just asked London, "Why did your dad kick you out of the house?" Uh, and he's like, I wish she would have listened when I tried to talk to her in private instead of now. Yeah, and she's... And he obviously is uncomfortable and doesn't want to have this conversation in front of everyone. She, and then she brings up again how he's homeless. Yeah. And he just says it's time for me to go. And he Yeah, I kind of don't blame him. That was shitty of her. Yeah, uh, and I wonder if production told her to ask him that. That question. does did seem a little planted because Daisy doesn't. That's yeah. not how she operates. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Daisy's getting ready for elimination, and Ricky comes to her bedroom to talk to her, um, to help her make a decision. Just means she's just gonna talk a bunch about London. Yep. I started feeling the vibe from London. Like we got in a huge screaming fight. And he's like, you in London? Like, why like, Why are you fighting? Yeah. Um, I hate Ricky's Rockabilly outfit, but it was the times. It's kind of his style. It is his style. He's a little right more normal him. now. He's a little more low-key. And I think he pulls it off better than... Than anyone, honestly. If I was going to fuck a Rockabilly guy, it would be Ricky Rockman. <laughs> it just would be. Um, you know what? I'm going to let it slide, all of this, because we had three seasons. We had three seasons of us with a bunch of girls. It's it's my turn. I don't remember being this bad, talking about fucking them all the that's time. All that he, that's all that you do. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and Ricky's, I don't want to see you get hurt. Um. I so hate he's her just shirt bleeding. too, by the way. It's like a cut open boat neck that has like metal chains holding it on her shoulders. Oh, such a bad time for fashion. But then um so Ricky's kind of laying it out. He's like, dude, he passed out the first night. And he was like, but I figured, all right, give him another sh- chance. And we can only assume that he named like all the other shit that London did. Um, and so she goes to talk to London and is like, Ricky's concerned. And he's like, I'm not a liar. I'm not a fake person. Um, and uh, Ricky, sh- she's like, Ricky's concerned that I obviously like you and we're already fighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so London's really torn about, yeah, should I stay or should I go? Oh, I see now yeah. why they called the episode yeah. that. 
So he plays that. I just want you to be happy. I want you to find the right guy. It's a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> and so she's like, I'm going to offer you a chain tonight, and I hope you take it. I just feel that she shouldn't have to work this hard. They're supposed to be competing for, for her, her and not the other way around. So that whole thing in the opening scene where she's like, I'm the bitch who calls the shots. It's like, no, we see that you aren't. You're a very Not ten- even with some of the guys that she's not that interested no, in. No, she's not. She's, she's like, please stay. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone, please stay. They're like, ah, no, I got some girl I'm banging in Akron, Ohio, yeah. where I'm from. Eh, she's hotter than yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> Daisy's, a t- and I'm not saying this is an insult, but that's she just isn't that person. She's a very tender-hearted, yeah. sensitive person. And she's not like a, these are all my bitches. <laughs> oh, Six Gage see? looks great. They gave him a red faux ah, Oh, my God. You big ring. They all look great. So, yes. Okay. Okay. Six Gage is wearing a clear mesh tank top with pleather trim, a spiked dog collar. He has on blue and silver eyeshadow and a red faux hog. Big Rig is wearing... A black see-through shimmery he shirt. He looks like Dennis Rodman. Unbuttoned. Yeah, his hair looks like Dennis Rodman, and then he has a long scarf that's white with black skulls. And then hopefully we get to see it Flex looks like again. They lost a bet. And Sinister says about Six Gage, you never want to see a guy that big with nipple rings because Six Gage has all kinds of piercings. wearing a shirt like that. He says, "Yeah, um, yeah." And then uh, he's like, "I was scared for my life." Yeah, and. Uh, Flex is a little more played down. He, he's, he's dressed like Ricky Rackman, and they gave him some eyeshadow. Yeah. I love the way he opens his eyes, though, like slowly, like he's trying to be, <laughs> like, I don't know, like goth or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're, we're at the elimination, and Ricky can't help but uh, poke fun of, of the guy's makeovers. Yeah, they look great. And uh, Flex is talking about how, yeah, I look like a fucking sideshow clown. Um, but at least she's not mocking them, even though they look more ridiculous now than they did at the fucking uh, contest, the yeah. Battle of the Bands or whatever. Yeah, Daisy says they all look super cute. Oh, wait, no, they look really silly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. Um... Yeah, yeah, it's it was a fun little thing. Um Sorry, guys, if you can hear our dog snoring, I apologize. He's like <laughs> sitting in my lap, just snoring the loudest, as if this isn't exciting enough to keep him awake. Uh, 12 Pack gets the first chain. No, he thinks no, he is. He I'm not sure. Is. She's talking about he really opened up to me. And so it's going to Cage. He has like these weird steer heads on the shoulders of his shirt that look like uteruses. <laughs> um, is but it yeah. uteri? <laughs> Good just, question. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. I'm just being a little shit. Um, so Cage does get the first chain. How embarrassing for everyone. Yeah, he just look. I've like seen so many lesbians that look exactly like him. Uh, but so this episode, we found out like two guys who were like basically, yeah, I live in a trash can. Uh, and then, <laughs> well, then Cage the, doesn't live in a trash know, can anymore. He gets paid to fight allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, then London, yeah, I was homeless. <laughs> Just like, dude, got a motley crew here. Uh, all right, so 12-pack and his uteri shirt get picked next. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Flex is just like, if I don't get a fucking chain... I'm going to freak out. But he gets the next one. Yeah, yeah. I think because he feels like stupid with what he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the look you want to be eliminated no. on. <laughs> Big Rig gets his eventually. Uh, six Gage in his little outfit. He's nervous, nervous, but he hasn't really spent time with her. Like, she doesn't know him yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how I feel about Six Gage. I think earlier on we're like, he's a douche. And then now I'm like, yeah, he's, he's all right. He's just a dude. I think he's, yeah, fine. he's yeah. a fine guy. And I think um, in the outtakes we get to see that he has like a really good personality. Like he's funny. Um, 
I, you know what it is? Uh, he also has a job. I forget what he does. Like, he's in a band, but he runs, like, a construction company or something. Like, he has money. He yeah. is a financially stable human being, which is more than you can say for any of these other Uber drivers. So um, now London is... She calls London up, and he's like, I don't want the chain. I want to leave. And she's crying. And she's like, I want you to stay in this house. And London says, I can't fake it for you. Um, and in his little exit interview, he's like, in the beginning, it shouldn't be that hard. You shouldn't fight with each other. Uh, and he tells Ricky, I'm not trying to hurt her. And Ricky says, this is the most respect I've ever had for you, London. And now get out of here. No. <laughs> yeah, Daisy is a fucking mess over this. Cause yeah, we saw her cry <laughs> and storm off when dude, she didn't even like left. So, obviously, when the dude that she does like leaves, she is distraught. But um, 12 packs, like, I'm happy to see him go. I'm still here. Yeah. Um, and London's like, nothing's ever 100%, but I'm 95% sure I'm making the right decision. Um, and uh, maybe I'll be able to write you that song. The song that he keeps telling Daisy he's going to write. So, Ricky's just trying to console Daisy. Um, he's like, look, the show must go on because there's a bunch of other guys now yeah, who like, just feel really rejected. And I don't even think she was done. No, um, she wasn't done. Like she stormed out on elimination. Half these motherfuckers haven't gotten their chains yet. And someone else was going to go home, but now London went home. So I think she's still got to eliminate somebody. And out of that group. And I fucking hate Fox. Yeah, he's the worst, but we know he stays. We, we know he stays. Um, oh, this so is, it uh, ends. So we see the exit scene, and we see Flex, Flex and 12-pack wrestling with a bottle of champagne. Give me the shark, you bitch. <laughs> Pour it on your titties. Come on, boys. Ooh, they do some sort of lock where they ass to ass. <sighs> yeah. It's yeah, they're fun. This is the first like you start to see them like broing out. I love their bromance. It it's it's fun. So uh you wanna do this again? Don't threaten me with a good time. Alright, bye. Bye.